Hello and welcome back to another Pack Mentality Podcast. I'm Matt Banwart, the founder of Red Wolf CrossFit, and today we're going to be debunking five fitness myths that are very common, and I have my lovely wife here, Caitlin, who will be helping me tear these apart. I can't wait. I know, this is going to be fun. So let's just go over what the five are, and then we'll dig into number one. Sound like a plan? Sounds good. All right, sounds good. So myth number one, you can eat anything as long as you exercise. That's uh, one that I actually used to believe when I first started out. Myth number two, lifting weights will make you bulky. I wish. <laughs> I know. Who, we we want to get bigger, don't we? Or you do, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Uh, number three, you need to work out seven days a week. Again, I wish. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could work out seven days a week too, but I can't. Uh, number four, you can spot reduce, specifically spot reducing body fat in certain areas of the body. Wish I could do that too. <laughs> wish I could also move fat around wherever I wanted. Uh, and myth number five, your bathroom scale rules, meaning that only your body weight matters. And I think that's a very common thing in weight loss is that people only care about the scale. They don't care about their overall body composition. If they lose weight, even if it's muscle, but they gain fat, all they care about is losing weight. I, I do you think that's pretty common? Oh, absolutely. But there's, you know, there's two sides to, to the scale, I guess you could say. Um, and we'll just talk about that last. All right. Sounds like a plan. Uh, let's get into myth number one. You can eat anything you want as long as you exercise. So you may be overestimating how many calories you're actually burning in your workouts. And I think when you actually have a device that can actually track, at least give you an estimate of how many calories you're actually burning during your workouts, you might be, you know, surprised, a little surprised. So why don't you kind of um, elaborate your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I wish I wish we could just eat whatever we wanted because we happen to work out maybe five to six days a week, but that is absolutely not the case. Um, number one, nutrition is one of the most, if not I would argue, yeah, the most important thing uh, when it comes to fitness and overall health. Uh, the first thing that you can change is what you eat, right? I mean, I think getting to the gym is the, one of the hardest things to do um, when instead eating whole foods, calculating your portions, increasing your protein intake uh, is so important. I think that's the last thing people really uh, attempt to tackle and, and change. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of people think that by just working out really, really hard as frequently as they can, that they can offset their poor decisions outside of the gym. Yeah, absolutely. What's the point? Like if you go to the gym three days a week, but you eat terrible and you drink seven days a week, it absolutely doesn't matter. You will see zero progress. Uh, I think any fitness trainer will guarantee that. And it, it matters outside the gym more than inside the gym. Absolutely. So what's one thing that someone could do today to take one step in the right direction? Download a nutrition app um, and start tracking your food. Awesome. And then once they start tracking their food, what, they should, what should they do with that information? Um, either, you know, cross-reference it with somebody that might be more knowledgeable than them um, and just and start, you know, getting a better idea of how many calories you intake for an entire week. And then also how much you are working out and how many calories you're burning daily and throughout the entire week as well. Right. I mean, we could get more in depth on, you know, how many calories need to be burned in order to lose a pound of body fat. Um, there is an exact, you know, scientific equation to find all of this. And so you should just reference either your trainer or somebody more knowledgeable in order to find that number. 
Right. So in a nutshell, you cannot outwork a poor diet. And in order to take steps to where you can actually see better results in the gym, start tracking your food mm -hmm. and then and then find someone who is knowledgeable in the area who can actually help you. progress. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. All right. Let's move on to number two. Lifting weights will make you bulky. And I think we, we get this, we don't get this as often at Red Wolf anymore, but it still is kind of floating around out there. I think weight training for women especially has gotten more popular and it's not nearly as taboo anymore. Uh, however, I think there are some people out there who still think they're going to end up looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger simply by lifting a barbell. Um, so why don't, what, what's your take on this? Yeah, you know, I don't think we hear it as much. Like you said that, you know, lifting weights is going to make you bulky. If anything, women and, and anybody really wants to get more toned. That's the number one I hear. Number one thing I hear is that I want to be more toned. And I think it's more of people don't understand how long this process takes, right? If you think lifting weights is going to make you bulky, that is a huge misconception. It takes years in order to get muscle mass and right. definition and i think that people really underestimate that and i mean we've been i've been working out and doing more bodybuilding for, for years now and only now am i starting to really see some benefit and some result um so i, I think that is the bigger misconception is that it takes a lot of time and effort right and i, I think people see these pictures of these bodybuilders or these competitive figure women athletes and you don't realize how much they train they probably train at least four to six hours a day absolutely their their nutrition is ridiculously strict mm -hmm. uh, they're also dehydrating themselves close to competition time so that way they look leaner and also they're on anabolic steroids yes so unless you're doing those three things the chances mm -hmm. of you actually looking like one of those people is very slim now if you want to look good you want to look athletic you want to have tone then we have solutions for you. Yeah, you need to lift and you need to lift often and volume is what matters. And I don't think people get enough volume in order to see the full benefit of lifting weights and doing bodybuilding. Um, so that's why we're trying to find a good balance, you know, at Red Wolf CrossFit with our programming and balancing both bodybuilding and, you know, functional CrossFit and combining the two to, to get results, you know, quick and in the right way with a gradual progressive increase. Exactly. And we all, and we know that lifting weights is a great way to build muscle and not and retain muscle mass especially as we age because we know the number one thing that people start losing uh, as they age is muscle mass yeah as soon as you turn 30 your muscle mass actually starts to decline crazy all right so that is debunked yes correct i think we did lift a good job on weights, that one yeah lift lift weights because you will not get bulky and if you do get <laughs> bulky i want i want to know, I what know. You, yeah. i want to know what you're doing so let me know myth number three you need to work out seven days a week so excessive exercise can weaken your muscles and your organs and they can leave you feeling really burned out yeah. and you need at least minimum of one recovery day doesn't mean you have to take the day completely off but you do need at least some sort of an easy day yeah less week. stress you know a less intensive exercise for sure one to two so days a week like a like an active recovery yes like a you know a long walk maybe you take the family to a park and you go for a really long walk or a hike something like that um, would be considered an active rest day. Um, but you do not need to work out seven days a week. I, I mean, I would love to work out seven days a week, but just realistically, 
you know, life. Um, you can't really fit it all in. So what's more important is consistency, mm -hmm. right? Every week getting at minimum three to five days a week. Um, honestly, you'll see zero result with two days a week. I just think that is way too low volume. Um, you know, the American Heart Association recommends 75 minutes of intense active uh, exercise, meaning like 75 minutes of straight jogging. Uh, so that would accumulate to almost six to seven miles. You could do one mile a day realistically, but also on top of that, you need two to three days of strength training. Um, so you need to fit all that in. Seven days would be awesome, but ideally three to five is where it's at. I have trained seven days a week before and just because I didn't know any better back when I was younger in my earlier days. And I wasn't even doing CrossFit. I was just doing bodybuilding and I got so burned out Absolutely. to the point where it was it was so unproductive and... And it's just one of those things where you sometimes you learn the hard way. Mm -hmm. And that's why, again, consistency matters, not only getting to the gym, but following a program, right? If you're just all over the place, kind of just getting things in when you can, I mean, yes, that's better than nothing. But in order to see any type of progress or just to stay consistent, you need to follow a plan. Exactly. So there's good, better, best, right? So yes. good is just exercise in general. Yeah. Better is exercise in a group setting. Yes. And probably best is where you're on a structured program with a one-on-one -on -one coach and the combination of group exercise just to keep you motivated. Yes. Fantastic. Because, you know, usually when the, with all of our programs, we, we incorporate some sort of an active rest or an easier day, even for our CrossFit classes, just to make sure yes. that we're not overloading people. Yeah. We want to see our members in the gym. You know, I... Ideally, if, again, three to five days, but even more so, I'd like to see four to six. And we try to program in a way that we can see our members in the gym that many days. Yeah, absolutely. Myth number four, you can spot reduce. And we're talking specifically about spot reducing body fat around certain areas of the body. And I have had this question from personal training clients before. They're like, Matt, I want to lose belly fat specifically. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, here's the thing is you lose fat and you gain fat. From head to toe. You can, I can't just magically be like, point at your belly and be like, all right, well, we're going to target that area. Yeah, or do a ton of abs and yeah, a think ton of sit -ups that's going to be... Are not going to work. You know, what's going to make your belly smaller. Unfortunately, again, it's a combination of all the factors. Sleep, stress, nutrition, and then exercise. Like the four pillars that you need to focus on. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and once that combination is dialed, you will see the most benefit and the maximum return. Right. And so let's talk about the three ways that you can actually reduce body fat. So number one is eat less. So what are your suggestions on eating less? Just being a caloric deficit? Yes. Um, a 300 to 500 caloric deficit. Again, you can find this out simply by knowing your, your total daily burn of calories, right? Um, and just eating 300 to 500 calories less than that. And just focus on calories first. I think when people go too broad and start focusing on protein, carbs, and fat, and making sure everything is well balanced. That's really overwhelming. If you just look at calories and you eat less calories, you will see benefit. Yeah, that, that's the age old thing is just being a caloric deficit. That's really the only true way. Some people think it's also carbs that make you fat when really it's, it's excess calories. It's carbs. excess calories, absolutely. All right, and number two, move more. Yeah, you know, uh, we just had this habits challenge at Red Wolf and uh, we had people make sure they got 10,000 steps a day. I mean, that is by far one of the best ways to increase your total daily burn of calories is just to simply move more and taking more steps. Not necessarily exercising more, but just moving more. Awesome. And our third one, buy new clothes. <laughs> now, this one's kind of silly, but could it work? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I remember when I was postpartum uh, after baby number three, I had a pair of jeans that I bought specifically at a size that I wanted to be in a few months. And every month I just kind of tried them on. And, you know, it started off tight, but over the next few months, you know, they gradually got looser. And that's a really good way to not hop on a scale, but just to see that things are happening and, and physically you can see the change. Yeah. So there we go. We debunked it. You cannot spot reduce fat from certain areas of your body, but the best way to do it, I would say, is definitely be in that caloric deficit. And if you're absolutely lost on doing that, just let us know. Shoot us a message on social media at Red Wolf CrossFit. We'd love to help you out. Moving on to myth number five, your bathroom scale rules. Basically what this means is that only your body weight is the only metric that matters. And I do see this a lot, even recently in some of my personal clients where all they care about is how much weight they lose, but then we put them on the in-body scanner and they actually gain a little bit of body fat and lose muscle, but then they're still happy because they lost weight. And I'm kind of, I have to kind of reel them back in and I'm like, okay, well, here's, here's the reality is that your fat went up and your muscle went down. Yes, you are lower body weight, but that could also just be water weight. Yes. So let's kind of dig into that a little bit more. Yeah, the in-body, you know, is great to utilize as a tool to see all the different components of body composition. Um, you know, we also track visceral fat and your visceral fat could have went up as well. And so internally, our health is declining. It's getting worse, actually, uh -huh. which only means one thing is that we're exercising less and we're eating poor quality foods and not drinking enough, you know, water as well. Um, but more importantly, like the muscle mass really matters. I mean, as we get older, our muscle mass is naturally decreasing and longevity is just cut as, as the days goes on, right? You need muscle in order to survive. Um, it's a known fact. And uh, adding on fat is never a good thing, right? Yeah. That, that would just be opposite of what we're trying to do here. Yeah, there is a direct correlation between longevity and the amount of muscle mass you have. Yes. Um, but yeah, I do see that a lot too. I mean, there is a balance, right, of pe people who need to lose you know, 20, 30, 40 plus pounds, um, body composition, you know, is kind of not as important when they're trying to lose so much body weight already, right? So our composition is going to constantly change, I think. Uh, muscle mass will be going up and down constantly, but we want to just see a consistent pattern of fat loss. And I think people, again, think fat loss comes very quickly, um, but unfortunately, it's more like 0.2 to a half percent a month is actually kind of what we're looking for. Right. Great. I think we debunked that one pretty well. Yeah, that was good. Any final thoughts before we wrap this up? No, I don't think so. I think just um, perspective and mindset is where people uh, need to kind of focus and readjust when it comes to health and fitness and, you know, not think about all these myths, but instead look at consistency and facts over time to see your progression. Exactly. And fitness myths in general have been around long before the internet. It was almost like, you know, just almost like passed around like common knowledge. And so my only piece of ending advice would be to make sure that you're looking for information or people who are reliable and actually have knowledge or expertise in that area and then seek them out because you will make faster progress in all areas when you have some sort of a coach or a mentor. Yeah, absolutely. Data matters, you know, and so if, if they have results and they can get you those results, just work with them. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for tuning in this week for the Pack Mentality Podcast. If this information was helpful, please leave us a five-star review so we know to make more content just like this. 
Don't forget to follow us on social media at Red Wolf CrossFit. You can also send us any questions or any comments on social media through a message. And good luck. Have fun. Nailed it. Nailed it.